Hello and welcome back to the fourth episode of the Other 99% podcast where we take a step back from the 1% gains that society has become obsessed with and instead talk about the other 99%. Throughout this series we will discuss everything from nutrition to sleep, training methods, work-life balance, leadership and mental health. I'm going to start this podcast slightly differently this week because I believe it would be totally wrong not to comment on, even if briefly, the incredible televised sports at the moment, chiefly the Olympic Games. There have been so many standout performances over the past couple of weeks, which is no surprise, but there's been one that's really stuck with me, and that's Johnny Brownlee in the mixed triathlon. It isn't so much his individual performance in that, but the fact that this is his third medal in his third consecutive Games an elite career spanning 13 years and improving every single time, moving from bronze to silver and now at last to gold. A moment like this really reinforces the purposes of the podcast and the importance of the other 99% to me. Although somebody like Johnny Brownlee doesn't quite fit into the other 99% of the population, the lessons that we can learn from those performing in elite sport can transfer directly into our lives. In order to maintain a professional career for that length of time, one needs a huge amount of self-discipline, time management, and of course, an ability to set goals, complete them, and move on towards the next. We're all human, and there's not one person among us who's perfect all of the time, even amongst elite athletes. But we can aim to get these things right as often as possible, then we're gonna carry on improving in whatever our pursuits may be. I'm going to take one of those particular aspects to focus on today, and this links nicely to the previous episode on goal setting. Now this is time management. We all know a person, perhaps a friend, a family member, a colleague, who just doesn't seem to be able to manage their time. They always send a text last minute saying, sorry I'm late, Um, you're trying to get a piece of work from them and it comes in the last minute, it's university, and they wait till midnight, the night before the due date. They always seem to be busy or rushing from one task to another. On the other end of the spectrum, there are those people who seem to have infinite amounts of time and take life's pressures all in their stride without seeming to bat an eyelid. This brings to mind the well-used phrase, if you want something doing, ask a busy person. And busy in this context refers to somebody who manages their time well and is able to accommodate a seemingly endless number of tasks, not the previously mentioned rusher. I wouldn't want to comment on whether there is some sort of innate ability that means that some people are sort of naturally predisposed to being better at managing their time than others, but I will confidently state that this is a learnable skill and is accessible to absolutely anyone who's prepared to exercise discipline, to fail at it, and then to keep getting up and coming back to try it again. I think I've spent time in both of those aforementioned camps at different times in my life and I think it's always easy or always seems easy at least to manage your time when there are only a few things that you must do in the day or the week or whatever time period that might be. I think I'm not alone in saying that sometimes the opposite is true even if there's just one thing that you need to do in the day you end up putting it off right until the last moment before finally getting it started particularly if it's not a task that you're looking forward to. But how can you improve this? How can you avoid that? How can you become that person that takes all of life's challenges in your stride? How can you balance your time to allow for work, exercise, fun, family, personal development, and all these other things? Well, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter of how we use them. This topic is never one that I consciously considered before lockdown. 
but it's one that I came across um, when reading a fantastic book as part of my self-help journey. The book is called The One Thing by Gary Keller and again, like The Miracle Morning, I highly recommend you ordering a copy of this from Amazon and I'll provide you um, with my main takeaways today. The first is Domino's. No, not the pizza. Dominoes are interesting from a physics perspective as they have the ability to knock over another domino that is 50% larger than itself. I'm not an expert, but for those who are interested in this, this is known as geometric growth and not just linear growth. For the other 99% of us, what this means is if you start with a domino that is just two inches high, by the 23rd domino you knock over, that's the height of the Eiffel Tower. How is this relevant? Well, the two-inch domino needs to be your most important thing. That one thing that you really uh, must get done and you, you really want to achieve. We know from the goal setting episode that you don't need to tackle the whole thing at once, the Eiffel Tower. It could be just an element of it, the two-inch domino. But the process has then been started and you'll continue to move your targets, uh, target that one thing and give all your energy to it in that moment to knock it over, so on, so forth, and you keep stepping forwards. The next takeaway from the book is successless. This idea involves removing the concept of the to-do list, the long list of things that we feel we have to do or should do, and to focus on our success list. This will link to the domino effect as well, but ultimately you channel your time and energy into things that you want to be successful at, or into exploits that will make you um, more proficient or more successful as opposed to spending time trying to be okay at everything. This can actually be applied and used to streamline your day as well. It's documented on average that individuals in the UK will watch between 20 and 30 hours of television a week. This is a truly outstanding statistic as that's a whole day of the week gone and it's pretty safe to assume that it's not all educational content as well. Making a success list can help remind you of what you're trying to achieve and how you're going to get there and keep you focused on that task as opposed to spending that 20-30 hours uh, of dead time. <clears throat> the next point is extreme 80-20 and this is based on the Pareto principle. Now, Pareto was an Italian economist who discovered that in his time 20% of the population held 80% of the wealth of the nation. This principle actually expanded across a number of different sectors and is still true in society today. An example might be that 20% of people who drink beer actually drink 80% of all the beer consumed. Not the best example for a health, fitness and lifestyle podcast, but you get the idea. Now what Gary Keller is suggesting is that you 80-20, you're 80-20. So you take your 20% and you 80-20 that and you keep going and keep going and that will get smaller and smaller and smaller and more and more focused and eventually you end up at your one thing the one thing that is most important to you it might be exercise it might be nutrition it might be a personal development goal whatever it is start with that goal 80 20 it 80 20 it 80 20 it make it small make it your one thing which links very nicely to the next point, which is goals to now. And this does link back to our goal setting episode as well. The first thing you do is you set your someday goal or your North Star goal, as I referred to it previously, and you write this down. Let's stick with the marathon example for this, and I know that I've used it before, but it fits rather nicely. 
someday you want to run a marathon two years from now you want to run a half marathon one year from now it's your first 10k race and you keep working backwards and backwards and backwards from there starting from the someday goal you get to your one month your one week your one day and then from that you have your right now goal what can you do in this very instant that supports your someday goal if you haven't let lis yet listened to my episode on goal setting, then I recommend going to that after this one to find out a little bit more on how to get started on this journey and how to map those things out. The final takeaway, and I think this is the most important one for me, is time blocking. It had a huge impact on me and definitely changed the way I organised my own life. This is the idea that you take the most important thing that you wish to do or accomplish in the day and you block out the time to do it. Of course, I'm not saying that you should go for a run in the middle of the working day, tell your boss that you're out and you've just blocked that out, because um, that might get you in trouble. But the time that you have in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, okay, that spare time, this is when you can block it out. Now, depending on the activity you're trying to complete, this could be as little as 10 minutes or up to several hours. But the time you've set for this activity, it's protected. It doesn't get moved, it doesn't get replaced, it's there in your day and you're going to get stuck into whatever that activity is at that particular moment and nobody can take that away from you. So those are my five main takeaways from the book. But why is the last one so impactful to me? Gary says that you block out time to focus on your one thing and this is absolutely great and I fully support this message. But in the grander scheme of things, for those of us who belong to the other 99%, this actually works as a more general tool for overall time management as well. Assessing all of the tasks and all of the things on our success list and ensuring that we have that time accounted for in our day is hugely beneficial. It might sound like a quite rigid way to think of things, I'm doing this at this time, then I will do that, okay, however, Having begun this process, I actually find that I have more time in the day, I'm more focused on my goals, and I'm more relaxed than I've ever been before as well. There's been a lot of information so far in this episode, so let's just take a moment to reflect on the key components and how we can apply them to our own lives. The domino effect. Once you achieve one thing, it leads on to bigger and bigger things each time. Don't try and tackle the Eiffel Tower in your first go. Start with your two-inch domino, start with your one thing, and go from there. Think small. Once you've thought small, make it even smaller until you are focusing on one thing for your now goal. And time blocking. This is your simple, effective management tool to make sure that you're never rushed and maintain a calm grip in your reality. These past four episodes link together, and whilst this particular episode primarily looks at time management, what you fill your time with is closely linked to our goal setting episode so be sure to check that one out for more information thank you as ever for taking the time to listen to this episode i really appreciate the feedback that i've been getting um, the really kind messages the questions it's brilliant and I, I, I genuinely love hearing from all of you so please do keep doing that please keep passing on uh, this message to your friends your family your colleagues and let's help spread the word Please direct any feedback or questions through social media or through my email at george-cook at live.co.uk. I look forward to having you all here again next time. Bye for now.